George Ratu is with us, senior economist, realtor.com, and Rogers Healy, CEO, owner of the Rogers Healy Companies. Thank you both for being with us. So, George, I'll start with you. We've certainly seen prices on the rise. We've seen rent on the rise. Um, we've seen home builders having to promise homes but wait because they pay more for materials. I mean, that's been the theme. But as the house goes on the market, it sells fast. So, uh, George, I'll start with you. What do you make of what's going on here and what happens into 2022? That's the question of the hour, Nicole. Great to be here. The housing market has certainly had an incredible year this year, starting with the fact that mortgage rates this year, they were off to the races with record lows. That in and of itself has helped propel transactions to where we have seen even this late into November and December, the market remains hot. We saw existing home sales come out this week, they rose. New home sales, they rose. So in essence, there's incredible buyer demand. Think about the fact that about 45 million millennials are between the ages of 26 and 40 this year, prime home buying age. Tremendous tailwind at the same time the uh, supply picture remains extremely constrained. We've had 10 years of underbuilding, and by our calculations at Realtor.com, we, we've seen about 5.2 million homes um, need to be built or should have been built over the past 10 years, given population growth, and haven't. So with that imbalance, obviously we're seeing prices push higher. For 2022, our expectation is that markets will continue to be active, though buyers will have a whirlwind year. On one hand, builders have really stepped up the game, are actually pressing forward with more construction. At the other hand, we're seeing mortgage rates uh, push up, both inflation and the Fed's uh, tapering of asset uh, purchases are pushing them up. And at the same time, we're seeing rents also reach new highs. So affordability will be front and center for most buyers this coming year. Okay, so you think it continues here, I mean, based on what we've been seeing. Um, Rogers, you're fully immersed on the daily. I'm sure you're seeing much of the same. Can you quantify the excitement, the craziness, some of the numbers or what you're seeing and why you think it, it is likely to continue? Because last we spoke, you were on point talking about the excitement that surrounds housing. Sure. Uh, so first of all, what George said, I think, is the first thing I want to say, because everything he had on on there is dead accurate. And I don't know if the word exciting is really appropriate anymore because, you know, a lot of the fun of buying a home, especially a first time home, and like George said, there's 45 millennials in that special age range, or 45 million millennials, also 45 millennials that probably haven't purchased their first home. So I think a lot of the old school approach to real estate, you know, being a fun experience, it might not be as fun as much as a transaction. And I think a lot of things that we're gonna experience this next year is we had so much pent up aggression for people that did not get their house this year. And when you couple that with continued rising rent rates, we're gonna see a continued trend of people having backlog. And so I think when that happens, we're gonna be in a different kind of safe place, but you know, eventually the music is gonna slow down. I don't think we're gonna see true deals happen for a long time, you know, especially I think for the next 10 years in places like Dallas, Nashville, Austin, you know, places that there's no state income tax, but you know, it, it's a real supply and demand crisis. And when we see these numbers continue to creep up, even with increased uh, interest rates, we've got a pretty steady market ahead of us, at least for the near future. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Rogers, the home construction, uh, those builders, what should they be building or what's needed where? 
I think, you know, just listen to the, listen to the crowd and, and just get, get them stuff where I think right now people are literally changing real estate trends immediately. You know, for the first 10 or 15 years of me doing this, the rule was always location. I think now it's literally going to be affordability and availability. And when you put those two together, people literally move to neighborhoods they probably haven't heard of. And in places like DFW where we're at, there's suburbs that none of us even knew about 10 years ago. Now those suburbs are already built out, those, those small towns. So I think that you know, it's, it's a matter of what's available and finding a way to go get the zoning approved where you can go and build a master plan community pretty quickly. And then the sidestep of that, I think a trend we're going to see happen in areas when you can do it are master planned rental communities. And I think when builders can go and do that and actually afford it, we're going to see a different, you know, a, a different audience a, a, as well, where a lot of people are, you know, the American dream might be to just rent your first home because apartment leasing has gotten to be so expensive and so just hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, George, in your notes, you had said that the 2022 market um, home sales hit their will likely hit the highest in 16 years. Right. We're talking looking at record listings, record prices. Um, people have talked about the low mortgage rate environment, George, and obviously that has helped a lot. And we're likely to see rates move higher. But there, I've also heard that mortgage rates don't directly correlate to what when we look at the 10-year or the 30-year, um, or the 10-year in particular, there's not a direct correlation. So you might see mortgage rates staying lower, at least for now, because rates are not behaving exactly the way the Fed would think they would based on their hawkish tone. You're right there, Nicole. And the truth is we've watched this over the last few months, particularly as bond investors reacted to the various variants. First, we had Delta. Now we have Omicron, and we've seen the 10-year Treasury move in a fairly narrow range. After bumping off the bottom you know, from the summer, the last month it's been sort of between 1.4%, 1.5%. And when you look at the mortgage rate trajectory, it's been equally uh, fairly flat. We've seen some bump-ups. It's now decidedly above 3%. But as we saw this morning with Freddie Mac, it dropped seven basis points to 305 for the 30-year fixed. So that means for buyers, uh, the next few months are going to be, in a way, a lot busier than you'd expect for cold winter months. And we're already seeing that in the data. Our weekly uh, indicators at Realtor.com are pointing to the fact that with the holidays in store, homeowners are actually postponing their sale until after likely the new year. We're seeing new listings drop. As a result, with buyers still really active, we're seeing prices begin to bump up again towards 10%. They've been around eight, eight and a half percent now for four months. So to see that reacceleration tells me we're going to have a hotter housing winter than we uh, typically do. Ah, good point, because seasonality has always been a story, right? And you don't really see a lot of home sales in the winter, but not this year. It's going to continue. And we'll watch names like Home Depot and Lowe's and Sherwin-Williams, uh, Restoration Hardware, in addition to Toll Brothers and KB Homes and Pulte Homes. Um, Rogers, tell me about some of the trends that you're seeing. You said it's not necessarily um, location. It's also affordability, and that's what people are looking for. They're also maybe looking for certain things within a home or are there any trends? Are people still doing all virtual or do they want to get back and see the home? Do they want a gym or things like that? Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of all that stuff. And again, to play off what, what George was saying, I think we saw last year a trend change in the seasonality completely. And I think what happened at the beginning of last year is we missed out on a traditional spring market. And when you don't have buyers buying in February, March and April, 
and they get pushed back, we have those trends move all the way up into the winter, which that might be a thing that's here to stay for a long time. So, yeah, but with, with Omicron, you know, coming onto the scene and things getting really, you know, really scary again, um, you know, no matter where you are, people are going to be home. And God knows if we go into another lockdown, they're going to yeah. be home and want to have space. So, yeah, I think all the stuff that changed for the um, for the better last year, as far as wanting to be around each other, you still have to go and tolerate each other, which means you need more, you need more space. So I think that the open floor plan, um, the traditional one, is probably not going to be a, a big trend that we continue to see into 2022 and beyond. Home gyms, absolutely. Media rooms making a huge comeback, especially in cities. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and, and have some land. So Good to know. All right, I got to jump out there. I got to leave it right there. It's great to chat with you. I'll see you more. We'll talk more in 2022. Thank you always for joining us on the show, gentlemen. George Ratu of Realtor.com, Rogers Healy, uh, owner of the Rogers Healy Companies. Thank you both.